sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Trent and I with you in uh, for another hour, final hour of the week. If you missed any part of the program, you can find it at KenMillerShow.com. Click on the podcast link. They are uh, well, will be up to date uh, after the uh, program uh, ends today at two o'clock. Dylan Montz on Iowa State. He stops by in about oh ten minutes or thereabouts, and then Wade Looking Bill. At the bottom of the hour, we can put Trent on record, see how he is. He's told us he had a pretty good night last night. I did. Uh, see if you can back that one up and go back to back. I can't. Back. No, no, no. Tough to do, I, isn't it? No, I'm, I'm terrible at gambling. Mm-hmm. This has been a rough NCAA tournament. It's been a fun one, though. But do we, yeah. need, do we need Kansas and Duke? I mean, I think we do. And I'm enjoying Cinderella. I am. I love K-State advancing. Loyola, Chicago's a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. I want a couple of blue bloods. Give me Kansas and Duke on Sunday. When are those games on Sunday? By the way, do you That's know? A good question. What the start are they prime time? Because I don't think you know what I don't know. It used to be no because it, it used, used to be, be done no. before sixty minutes. Right. But then last Sunday. I mean, we had games going until 10 o'clock right. after that. Last and that started a couple of years ago. Remember the UNI collapse against uh-huh. A&M was late it Sunday night. It was late, night. yep. So I'm going to guess primetime Turner. Well, I mean primetime tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. But what about Sunday? I'm looking here. Uh, the start times for tomorrow's games are 5 o'clock for Loyola K-State mm-hmm. and then 5, uh, 7.45 for Michigan, Florida State. Okay. Are we looking in the same vein on Sunday? I And and if so, where would they be parked? Oh. You don't think they'd be CBS because of the – Right. Now, I, CBS I, doesn't have the golf this week. There's a, there's not what uh, There's a match play tournament going on. I haven't even paid attention. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. What I, I didn't yet. pay attention to it. I know Rory got beat. Um, Tiger's not playing, so I'm out. So I'm looking at last year's start times to see if that can give us a little bit of a glimpse in. Mm-hmm. Saturday games were at the same time. Those were on TBS. Uh, and then it was a 120 start for the South Carolina-Florida game. I thought, yeah. And then 4 o'clock for the other. So I guess... In Less time it, for CBS for yeah. 60 minutes. So we will get those ones in there on CBS. Mm-hmm. Unless it flip-flopped this year. And we'll, 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 I'll continue efforting and hopefully by the end of the show have an answer for you definitively. Well, I'm, I've, I've gone to the NCAA and I'm trying to get this to load real quick here. Uh-huh. See if I can do it. Uh, it just goes through Saturday. They don't have anything on Sunday. You, you, as you said, 509. And then uh, 749 are the two tip times Atlanta. First, as you said, Loyola K-State. And then off the L.A., Reggie Miller, Kevin Harlan, Chris Weber, and Brian Anderson, the uh, the play-by-play. So I don't know the answer I to that. I found it. found it right here, and it was the same start times as last year, one twenty and 4 o'clock. Afternoon hoops on Sunday. On CBS. Good network of stars. America's most watched network. As I, I... I've heard that throughout, <laughs> repeatedly throughout yes. the tournament. Uh, real real quick, let's do a couple of minutes on Drake. As we talked a little bit about just how open Brian Harden was. Mm-hmm. He took this hard, Trent, and maybe it's just because this is the first time that it's happened to him. Um, so, and, and, and I want to get the guy's name right. Why can I never remember the guy at the register for crying out Matthew loud? Matthew Bain. Matthew Bain, thank you. Did a real good piece. And I forgot the paper in the library this morning. Um 
because I wanted to bring it in and because the timeline as he laid it out just the 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 steps that the Drake took to you know by to Medved's credit at least at the beginning he was keeping Marty Martin and Brian Harden in the loop mm-hmm. you know they tried to talk him out of taking the doing the interview Medved wanted to do it he comes back on Tuesday night he says you know it just didn't feel right I almost didn't get on the plane and fly to Denver and up to Fort Collins just didn't feel right but I went anyways he's staying so Harden Stops, he's going over to Medved's house to, you know, to celebrate with his AD. Stops and gets a bottle of scotch because I guess Medved's a scotch drinker. Okay. Takes it over to his house. They, they're they doing a toast, apparently. Something uh, hardened, and I'm paraphrasing, says, we're going to the top of the valley together. Here's to, the, here's to a great run. Wednesday turns into Thursday. Thursday, the phone rings early in the morning, says, I'm taking the job. Brian, Brian Harden didn't... It, it, I mean, he was jilted. Yeah. But as you tweeted just now, it's $700,000 they're paying Nico Medved to take this job. Mm-hmm. Is Does anybody in our listening audience truly would sit here and tell me, even if you're the most hardcore Drake fan, if someone offered to double your salary, and I'm not talking about twenty. well, even if I am yes. talking about yes. twenty five to 50000 Sounds pretty good to me. It sure does. Um, but from three fifty or four hundred to 700000 Knowing that you've got to replace all those kids, mm-hmm. look, Drake, Nico Medved, or no Nico Medved, it's a safer bet that they're plummeting back to the oh, bottom absolutely. of that conference yeah, next yeah. year. And then would that opportunity be here? This I understand. You hate to sit on both sides of the fence. I know, and I can understand that Brian Hart is pissed off. Mm-hmm. I understand why Nico Medved took this job. Yeah, there's it's both sides of it. And it both is. sides make a lot of sense. Uh-huh. It's hard to kill Medved. Really, the only I'd thing taken the job, Trent. Yeah. The one thing is it's one year later. You know, that, that, that hurt. You're right. That, But that's it. But that's, that timing may never happen. This might right. be the only opportunity for him. He's been there. He knows Fort Collins. Fort Collins is a nice place. Mm-hmm. It's really nice there. Yes. Um, Heard that multiple times. It is. It's beautiful. In a conference, the Mountain West is not as powerful as it once was. No, but if Gonzaga does it, uh, decides right. to, to f- switch, and, and because I know there's a lot of chatter and about that. And bring BYU back with mm-hmm. them, there's... That's a distinct possibility, and you're looking at that that beam built up, and then you become in that next tier. You know, with the A10, with the even Big East some years, the American Athletic Conference, you're right there. You're multiple teams in, and hey, they did it. Eustace, you did it. It can certainly happen with him. Yeah. And I think Nico Medved looks at it and says, this is a job that you can win at. Just can't say no to that. No, I, I agree with you. And look, Larry Eustace, he was happy there by all accounts, right? Yeah. He was, I mean, he was still tough to work for, tough to play for, I guess. Yes. Um, and that ultimately led to his undoing there. But uh, I, I get both sides of it. I really do. And you hate not to have an opinion, but my opinion is both sides. So are you still on the Kino train? Have you? Uh, have uh, you... I think you have to call him. Yeah. I think you have to call him. I'm still Woodley. Woodley mm-hmm. is. He I think the time. It so bad before. I think the time is. What now. about DeVries? That one's odd. DeVries, you said it earlier, Joe Quinn. He's been there 23 it's been a long years. time, yeah. And, and why do you, you would have thought that he would have taken another job at this point. And is that a red flag? Because he didn't. Right. To me, Woodley, he's a Drake guy. 
Mm-hmm. He knows Trent. And you, you He's been everywhere. I agree. And, and Trent, I'm good with it. If it's Woodley, I'm absolutely good with it because I politicked hard for him. And TJ mm-hmm. with Sandy Hatfield Club got nowhere. She just wasn't going to listen to anybody but her search firm. That's how she did business over there. But you don't need an up-and-comer. I know that there's some guy on the Marquette staff that everybody's okay. in love with. Oh, he's a real up. That's not what you want. You just had an up-and-coming coach. What yeah. happened? Yeah, Get a guy like a Woodley that knows the area, that wants to be here, that wanted the job before. I'm not saying he's going to get it, but mm-hmm. but you got to be. It'll be interesting to see how Brian Harden handles it. Really yes. will be. He's got a chance. I mean, this is this is an opportunity for him to set his path as yeah. the athletic director. Big hire right away. Big hire right away. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk Iowa State football with our buddy Dylan Mons from the Ames Tribune. They are underway. Matt Campbell had his opening press conference. We'll pick Dylan Mons's brain on that Iowa State football conversation when Trent and I continue on the Ken Miller Show 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Hi, this is Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, an Italian food specialty store located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. I would like to thank you for making Graziano Brothers a Southside tradition since 1912. We are so proud to offer the best homemade Italian sausage. The Graziano recipe is based on the flavors my grandfather Francesco and my great uncle Luigi remembered as children growing up in Italy. 106 years and three generations later, the tradition remains. Our family recipe is made from top quality pork and secret Italian seasonings using no artificial preservatives. If you can't get to Graziano's today, stop by Hy-Vee, Fairway, Price Chopper, Cash Saver, Brick Street Market, or Save-A-Lot and pick up a pack or two in the meat department. Try replacing ground beef or pork with Graziano's Italian sausage in your favorite dishes. It's sure to add a wonderful kick to your meals. Graziano Brothers is your only choice when it comes to good taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. Is winter wearing on you? Are you ready for the sights and smells of spring? Do you enjoy walking or running and like the idea of meeting the needs of others in your community? If so, we've got a great opportunity for you. On April 7th, Caring Hands Food Pantry and Clothes Closet will be hosting its annual Springtime Hill Climb 5K-10K race. Starting in Doan's Park, the Springtime Hill Climb lets you breathe in the fresh air as you walk, or run down the beautiful streets and trails of Pleasant Hill. The Springtime Hill Climb is for everyone, whether you're a new runner looking for a challenging 5K, a long-distance runner looking for a 10K training challenge to prepare for other races coming up, or just want to enjoy a walk through the community to support our fight against hunger here in Polk County. 
What do you think? Interested in registering for the race or being one of our many local sponsors? Just go to our website, www.caringhands.org. We'll see you on April 7th. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. 1700 KBGG. Trent and myself until 2. Wade Looking Bill played against the Fab Five. We'll talk about that. Some other topics with Wade as we'll pick his basketball mind here at the bottom of the hour. Let's talk Iowa State right now. AmesTrib.com is where you can read Dylan Montz, Travis Hines, and the whole crew over at the Ames Tribune. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Uh, let's get right into it, Dylan. Uh, Matt Campbell had his uh, opening press conference, his scrum, I guess, earlier this week. Uh, give me a couple of the your bigger takeaways from the uh, opening press conference of football season. Yeah, I think one of the big overall things that, that kind of stood out was the competition that he's looking for this spring. Uh, no starting positions are really settled right now, and uh, we didn't even see a depth chart, and I'm not sure we will. Uh, until the spring game, maybe at least. I, I have no idea when it'll come out. But one thing that uh, Matt Campbell did say right now is that going into spring in these first couple practices, at least, that Kyle Kemp will be the, the guy if he had to designate one, getting more of the first team reps and then no one kind of backing him up. So that's kind of where that stands right now. I know we've talked about that in the past, kind of how that would shake out. And then um, one name that I thought was really interesting, I kept getting brought up, by all the guys that we talked to that day was Real Mitchell, another guy that we've talked about before. And uh, he spent some time at quarterback, and obviously, and uh, I think uh, they really like his athleticism, and he could be a guy 
Um, certainly that we see on the field as a true freshman, uh, whether it's uh, playing a little bit uh, behind center or uh, used on other parts of the field. But I think uh, those are things that you're looking for in offense and then defense. It's just about plugging holes, who's going to play middle linebacker, how are the safety spots going to be filled, and there's a lot of young options there. So that's really kind of overall what, uh, what they were looking at the first day. Well, Mitchell certainly can add a different athleticism component to that quarterback position. What about Nolan and Kemp, a true competition? Kemp, the six-year guy with the leg up. How do you look at it going into things, and what did Coach Campbell say about that? Yeah, I think they, they look at it as a true competition, and I would probably see it similarly. I think, uh, obviously, you know what you have in Kyle Kemp. He's a guy that's not going to make many mistakes. He's going to uh, you know, look for his options, do his checkdowns, and, and make the best decision possible. And Zeb obviously gives you a little bit bigger of an arm and some and strength and but it's just for him I think uh, still being a relatively young guy he's got to learn some of those things that Kemp even as a guy who sat out um, and was a squad member his first four years basically in college he still kind of uh, was able to absorb the game and really kind of learn the ins and outs and how to make those smart decisions that he makes now so I think that's still in the mix of that and, and trying to go through all that but I think they feel really confident about what he can give them and his playing time last year uh, you know, was invaluable what he was able to do in the second half against Oklahoma State and certainly in the start against Baylor. So I think they really kind of view that as an, um, I don't know if they'd call it an open competition, but certainly a competition where they, uh, they're going to go with whoever is playing better. Um, but right now, I, I think they're just kind of trying to mix as much of the first team reps as possible. I want to talk about 45 pounds, 25 that Chase Allen found and 20 that uh, Tonga Moa apparently lost. Uh, those were two things that jumped out to me when I heard it, Dylan. Tonga Moa, um, I guess they wanted him to drop to 20 pounds. That tells me he's been working extremely hard to do so. And then Chase Allen, who we talked about earlier with last time we had you on, up to 245 pounds. Uh, those are two positives in my book. Yeah, that's huge. It really... I, I've, my eyebrows kind of raised when he said that just because they're really uh, stark changes for, for both of those guys. And both of those, both of those are going to serve them really well. Obviously with Chase Allen, he, he was a little bit more of a slender tight end and uh, had the capability to be pass ca- pass catching option. But I think adding that weight is, is going to help him in blocking even more and um, makes him maybe a little bit tougher of a matchup as a, as a wide out if he kind of splits outside the time. So I think, it's, he's really going to look like a different guy out there, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how those those tight end spots change because of that. And we actually get to talk to the tight ends uh, pretty soon here. Um, so I think I think that's going to be kind of fascinating to hear what he has to say about that. And then Camilo Tangamola dropping 20 pounds. Uh, obviously, it wasn't uh, the easiest of years for him last year with arriving uh, late on campus and not really ever getting a shot. But I think, as, as we talked about before, getting a full offseason now under his belt, getting a little bit more in, in the program and as far as strength and conditioning and just getting to spend a little bit more time with the scheme that's really going to serve him well and um, getting to see him out on the field is, is uh, you know, we haven't, I can't remember seeing him much at all uh, really or what even kind of impact he could have. So seeing him for the first time is going to be really interesting to me. So Joel Landing departs here just a couple minutes left with Dylan Montz and Joel and, uh, takes over that middle linebacker spot. You got two very experienced guys, Spears and Harvey, that both played really well a season ago. Who uh, gets the first crack at that middle spot, and how much flexibility is there with the linebackers? 
Yeah, I think uh, we're going to see a lot of flexibility there. Uh, they've obviously been a, a team that uh, can change up their defenses a little bit, whether it's a four down front or a three down front, and have uh, four linebackers or, or a nickel play up there. I think there's a lot of versatility in what they can do. As far as it's the first crack at it, I probably still say it's it's going to be um, you know, Jake Hummel or Ryan Vance, maybe Tymar Sutton. Uh, if he can get healthy because he was a little bit dinged up at the end of last year. So I think those guys are probably in the mix right now, but it really helps whoever steps in there. It's going to help having Marcel Spears and uh, and uh, Willie Harvey on either side of them just because of the amount they've played and, and the success they've had. But uh, Matt Campbell talked about obviously finding a replacement for Joel is, is tough because of the consistency. That's the word he kept bringing up was consistency mm-hmm. in the position, whether that was – in the run game, in the pass game, or uh, when they tried to blitz. So I think if they can find a guy that can do that semi-consistently, all three of those phases, or if it's by committee, uh, I think uh, that's kind of what they're looking at right now. But some of that stuff will shake out, obviously, in the spring and summer and fall camp. Great to talk to you, Dylan. We will run you down next week. We'll get up to speed on what's going on in uh, spring ball up in Ames. Thank you, Dylan Mons. AmesTrib.com. We'll talk to you next week, Dylan. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune on the Iowa State beat. Wade Looking Bill. I'm going to pick his brain. He played against the Fab Five. We will do that and some Hawkeye conversation when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Whoa, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um, um, the... Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them, yeah. Gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The Chicken Coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The Chicken Coop. Serious about food. Serious about the tournament. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Walgreens has good news for anyone managing diabetes. We've got your back. That's right. Walgreens pharmacists are here to consult with you in person and answer any questions you may have about new and existing medications. You can even get free advice from our trusted experts day and night at Walgreens.com or the mobile app. Walgreens has all major brands of diabetes testing supplies like AccuCheck and Walgreens Dreametrics. That's not just good news, it's great news. Stop by and talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. At Simple Mobile, you get the no-contract advantage. Unlimited talk and text plus 3 gigabytes of high-speed data for $25 a month with no mystery fees and no activation fees ever. Just $25 a month on a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network and no contract. That's our best deal ever. Buyers now at nationwide retailers like Best Buy or at Simple Mobile dealers. Simple Mobile, out with the old, in with the simple. A month equals 30 days. Limited time offer ends 9 Please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com.
You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. It's our final segment of the week. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I taking you up until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6. And again, as we've said all tournament long, if you can't be in front of your TV, if you're driving uh, somewhere tonight, you don't want to miss out any of the action. Keep your radios tuned right here throughout the entire tournament. 1700 has a relationship with Westwood One, the exclusive home of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. And, oh, by the way... 
the NFL, Sunday night, Monday night, the playoffs, and the Super Bowl also plays here. Well, wait, looking, Bill, former Hawkeye, he tweeted last night something about Chris Webber. A, I laughed at the tweet, and B, I got to thinking, you know what, I'm not sure that the times that we've had Wade on the, on the, on the program that we've ever talked about his experiences going up against that Fab Five. So I reached out to Wade, and here he is. Wade, Trenton, Ken, happy Friday, Wade Looking Bill. How are you, and how are you enjoying the tournament thus far? Really good. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy tournament. You know, that, that left side of the bracket is just is just insane. You know, you look at who's left of those four. You know, so, so one of these teams is going to be in the national championship game. One of them, Kansas State. Yeah. Well, well, Chicago, Florida State, or Michigan. I know. It'll be in a national championship game. It's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> it, it is awesome, is it? You know, and I was always one of the, uh, at least I had the belief that you need the blue bloods in there to, you know, to uh, to take it to the next level, if you will. But, man, I'm not so sure about that because this left-hand side of the bracket, I'm enjoying as much as anybody. The K-State-Kentucky game last night was an all-timer. Loyola-Nevada was an unbelievable finish. Look, i got to give Florida State credit. They put uh, Gonzaga away and then, man, Michigan. And let's start with Michigan, and we'll segue to the uh, the Fab Five. But this addition uh, of the Michigan Wolverines. Man, they play some defense, and I did not see that overwhelming victory over the Aggies last night coming, Wade. Yeah, they that. just, you know, Texas A&M has kind of played like that, though, this year. They looked really good against Carolina, looked great, and they were, they were awful last night. You know, Michigan's been the best team in, in the Big Ten, you know, probably the last two months. They won the, they won the uh, conference tournaments. Um, looking back, they, they, they have just everything that – that you would want on a team. They got some size, and, and the Mo Wagner can step out and shoot the three. You know, your bigs nowadays got to pick and pop. They don't pick and roll. They got some seniors, and they got shooters. And, 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 and John Beeline is as good a coach as anybody in the country. They are rolling. No doubt about it. Well, let's stay with Michigan. And don't you think, Trent, this be a, we'll get yeah, back to the yeah. tournament. But wait again, you, your tweet last night around Chris Webber. First of all, um, did you see Webber after his NBA career was over and he's made, I don't know how much he made, over $100 million, I think, something ridiculous like that and, and more power to him. I thought that this would be one of those guys that we might never, ever hear, hear from again. You know, just take his money and go spend the rest of his life doing whatever it is he wants to do. But he elected to, you know, come back and put a headset on. Yeah. I like him as a commentator, I know that he's not for everybody. Wade, where do you fall? I, I like him too. I think he does a good job, and you know, I, I do some local local stuff with MediaCom here in in Des Moines, just on the high school level. And you don't show up and just start talking. You have to do research. You have to do interviews, and then with with what Chris is doing, he's got to travel. And I, I know it's it's not like he's you know pouring concrete on the side of the road, but it's still work. And and for a guy like you said, who's got I would assume plenty of money. Um, good for him for doing that. I, I like him. I, I thought he'd do NBA stuff. And I, I think he was in studio for a while with TNT or TBS, and I thought he was okay. But I think he's really good with college. And, and, and you see that a lot. You know, guys that, that really excelled in the NBA don't do college stuff. And I think, you know, Barkley and Kenny Smith, those guys are awful with college basketball. They, they just don't follow the teams. But you can tell Chris Webber watches college basketball during the season, he just doesn't show up in March and and do games or start talking about games. He's good. So uh, Weber, you saw him on the floor with those those Fab Five teams. Take me back. You had AC Earl obviously on the team. 
He was against Juwan Howard, you guess, most of the time. Was it you, James Winters, that had Weber? What, what did you do against Weber? Yeah. The size and the athletic ability always jumps out when he was young. So, so Ken mentioned it a couple times here with my tweet last night for the, you know, the people that didn't see it. All I said was I just, I just tweeted out, listen to Chris Weber. It, it reminds me of you know, playing against him and what an unbelievable athlete he was. I mean, just a freak of nature to be that big and run and jump like that. Um, but then I also said that we used to tell a joke because because Weber came out after a sophomore year in 93 was the first pick of the draft. And our joke was, you know, well, why didn't Chris come out after his freshman year? Because he would have been the number one pick in the draft then. Our joke was, well, he, he couldn't afford to take the pay cut <laughs> for Michigan. So, um, but, yeah, so against Michigan, we played him four times when I was there, and we beat him once. And it was the only time that was a Chris Street game. That was a Chris Street yep. 93 first home game back. Um, I think we played them. We played them pretty close um, in Michigan. I know it was funny. Um, it was my the, the one year they came in. It was Jalen Rose. It was, it was their first Big Ten game, and, and Jalen Rose had 27 on us in his first conference game, which was something too. But you know, um, we played a lot of zone. Trent, we, we couldn't match up with those guys. You're talking about you know lottery picks mm-hmm. everywhere, and then it, it was such a funny team though because then. Rob Polinka came off the bench, and you know Rob then became an agent. He was Kobe's agent, and now he's GM of the of the Lakers. So you talk about a team that wow. you know Rob's probably the most successful <laughs> if you look at a, a life or a career in basketball of any of them. And, and then and then he hardly played. And it was so funny because like like um, Eric Riley was a first round draft mm-hmm. pick, and he didn't even hardly play his last couple of years because those guys were better. But um, it was it was fun to play against those guys, and, and I was just trying to survive. Mm. Where did you? Uh, where did um, Coach Davis and whoever had the scout for Michigan? Where did they think they were vulnerable? Do you remember the you know the game plans that were set up for you guys in advance of a Michigan game? It was it was on the defensive end. You know, Coach Davis, his philosophy was against them. We got to score because we're not going to. And he didn't tell us this now, but looking back, he knew. You know. I can't guard Chris Weber. I can't guard Jawan Howard. You know, um, our six-one-two guard can't guard six-eight Jalen Rose. It just wasn't going to happen. So we can't we can't beat him seventy-five to seventy. Let's see if maybe we can beat him. You know, ninety-four to ninety. So we wanted to push and run, maybe get those guys tired. They didn't want to guard anybody. You know, right. guys like that. They know they're going to the NBA. They're not. They want to win games, but they're not trying their hardest on the defensive end. They're trying to score a lot of points, which they usually did, but um, we always tried to outscore them. And uh, outscore them you did in that game, the uh, famous game that you mentioned, the first game back in Carver after the yeah. passing of Chris Street. So the Fab Five's known for a lot of things. The baggy shorts, one of the first things. I, I yep. love that. Still probably wear uh, two baggy shorts to this day because of those guys, but it was also the trash talking. On the floor, what did they have to say? And, and was it different that first game back after Chris had passed on? Not really. You know, looking back, everybody says they, they talked a lot, but they didn't talk any any more than the guys from Ohio State did or the guys from Indiana did. Um, Jalen Rose talked a lot. He was <laughs> he was talking the whole time, um, and it was hard to talk to him because he was, he was pretty good. He backed yeah, it up. Yeah. Um, I always thought what was what was interesting is at least the times we played him, Chris Weber never said a word. Never said a word. He just would come down and, and dunk on you, and he'd kind of run back like he does, you know, that angry face, but never said a word. Um, uh, Dwan Howard would talk a little bit. 
Ray Jackson talked a lot. I, I never liked Ray Jackson. He, he was pretty good. He wasn't a great player. Right. But um, I respected, you know, Howard, Rose, and Weber. They were by far the best of those players. Um, Jimmy King was the fifth one. He was really athletic. He's a Texas kid, but he wasn't super skilled. You know, he he was a really good college player, but, I, you know, he, I don't think he ever scored a point in the in the NBA um, just because his, his game didn't really transition that way. But, but those three, you know, Weber, Howard, Rose, they had to make, like you said, Ken, probably $300 million total, maybe more. Um, really great players, just unbelievable talent. Uh, talking uh, Fab Five with a guy that played against the Fab Five, former Hawko Wade Looking Bill is our guest. Wade, I wanted to ask you a question about last night in particular, and there's a lot being made of the fact that apparently some of the Kentucky kids, K-State just knocks off Kentucky. They, they were an underdog. I mean, you just beat Kentucky. I don't think K-State in the history of their program, not that they play every year, but they'd never beat them before. And this is Kentucky, uh, after all, and John Calipari. And apparently that there was some of the Kentucky guys, K-State guys are celebrating on the floor. Kentucky was, they had to be down. I mean, they just had their final four, their elite eight dreams uh, taken away from them. I guess a couple of them went back to the locker room after waiting a while for the K-State kids to finish up with their celebration and join the handshake line. As a competitor, you've been on the floor. Do you have a problem with what Kentucky did last night? Should they have stuck around? Or do you understand the, you know, what they must have been feeling uh, they tried to shake hands and ultimately decided that they just weren't going to stick around. Yeah, I read that online, and I, I, I think the headline was, you know, it's it's all about clicks. It's the headline was Kentucky players don't shake hands after the game. But then you dig a little deeper, and I, I'm kind of with Kentucky. You know, are you, so are you supposed to wait around till they're till you're done celebrating? You just beat us and say good job, congratulations. You know, it's just, um, it's not, it, it's not fifth grade. Saturday afternoon basketball. You know, I, I, I think if you can shake their hand after the game, that's great, but you shouldn't have to wait around and say congratulations. You know, that's, that's crushing. You know, that's, that's, that's a close game. A, you know, last second shot goes another, goes, goes in or goes out. Kentucky maybe wins. So um, I'm with the Kentucky kids. I, I, I like the handshake after games. I don't think we should do away with it totally. But for something like that, you know, you don't have to wait around and shake their hand. Uh, Wade Looking Bill is our guest. Wade, what do you think um, Isaac Haas is trying to Could Put yourself in his shoes. Got a fractured right elbow, apparently. He's, uh, and Purdue is going to the right school. There, I guess there's yeah. a number of teams that are trying to come up with a brace. How difficult would will that be for him to try and play? Again, yes, he might have a brace, but at the end of the day, the elbow's still fractured. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be tough for him. I, you know, I, I saw the brace online. It actually looks a lot smaller, a lot more mobile than I thought it would, you got to try it. You know, I, I think as a senior in, in a Sweet 16 type of game, you got to try it, but maybe he only plays five or ten minutes. But And then maybe that's kind of a motivational thing for Purdue, you know, to get their big senior back there, at least on the court, at least going through warm-ups. But you got to try to play. All right, Wade, let's jump over to your alma mater, the Hawkeyes. A couple of defections this week, Ahmad Wagner, Moving on to play football, and Brady Ellingson going to play his fifth year as a grad transfer at another school. Really, neither of them big surprises. Numbers and minutes dwindled, certainly, as the season went on for both of them. But but transferring in general, it's a lot more prominent than it is back when you were playing college basketball. Yeah. Do you see it as some people use the, the term epidemic? Do you look at it that way? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'm surprised Brady stayed as long as he did. You know, I think that's a kid that it's a, he's a nice player, but 
you know, whatever minutes he was going to get next year are going to go to Joe Wieskamp. Um, and it's kind of the same with, with Ahmad Wagner. You know, he's just a six, six and a half power forward. And you got Luca Garza, Jack Nunji, you know, Pemsel, Tyler Cook, if when he comes back, are all going to get his minutes. I, I think it's great. You know, I, I don't think it's any different. Guys want to play, you know, whether it's at the high major level or, or at co-college. You, you, you want to go somewhere where you can contribute and play. And there's, there's no reason for Brady Ellison to stay there and be the 11th man on a 13-man team. You know, go somewhere where you can play. Have some fun. I'm with you. Uh, when you watch Tyler Cook, um, he struggles defensively. I think he's still got to work on his shot. What do you? What do you? Where do you put the odds away to, of him? You know, does he wear the black and gold next year? Do you, what, what's your feeling on on where Tyler Cook is going to be uh, once the calendar turns to November? Yeah, yeah, he'll come back. I I don't think there's any, hardly any doubt that he'll come back to Iowa. I mean, um, you know, I, I, those words come out of my mouth, and I you know, then I always start to think, but I. I really think he'll be back. I, I just don't think that would be the best thing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to get drafted, um, and if he does, be late second round. Um, he's a really good player, really skilled. But again, you know, six eight and a half power forwards in the NBA don't—they don't do real well. You know, you better be, you know, DeAndre Jordan and be seven one, or be able to, you know, move and run like that. Um, he's. He's got a chance, but he's got to work on that 15-footer, that pick-and-pop. That's what the game is now. Nobody really picks and rolls to the basket. They all set a pick and stop and try to shoot a jumper. Um, and I was I was going to be good next year. They're, they, they're going to get this figured out. I think there might be one more kid that leaves and just, you know, maybe unclutter things a little bit, if, if that's even a word. And I think Connor McCaffrey will help. Um, you know, you look at you look at Clemson. So, so Clemson's kind of a kind of a good analogy. Um, actually, it's kind of funny. I, I talked to Brad Brown now for about ten minutes, seven or eight years ago, when the Iowa job was open. We got some mutual friends, and um, I think he went to high school with Calvert Cheney in Indiana, and um, he wanted the Iowa job. He was really interested. If he was at was it Wright State or wherever yes. he was, but but anyway, um, you know. They were picked 13th in that league this year, and he just kept working, kept working, kept working, and they're in the Sweet 16. You know, so I, I think I was close as as bad as they were this year, as bad as they were, and they were bad on defense, especially. They're not that far away, and they started for a lot of the season. They started three sophomores, two freshmen. If or when Tyler Cook comes back, adding Joe Wieskamp, I, I think he starts day one. They got a lot of pieces there to be a pretty good team. You know, they got a lot of work to do, but. But they're not that far off. Even as bad as they were, they're, they're getting there. Do you, do you have any idea who that other hawk to leave may be? Do you want to, do you want to make that guess? Oh, I don't know. I, I think he'll be one of the big guys. You know, Greener? there's just not, you know, it could be. There's yeah. just not enough minutes there. I mean, right. if you're, you know, especially if you haven't registered, you know, where you can go somewhere, set out a year and play two more. Um, I think Garza and Nunji are only going to get better and get more minutes. Um, now, maybe now maybe you wait one more year and, or wait till. June and, and see if, if if Tyler doesn't come back, maybe maybe that's the option. But boy, that's that's kind of pushing it. I guess we'll wait. June eleventh, I, I think, is the day he's got to. Those guys got to declare. Fran uh, has not gone the grad transfer route. There's a lot of people, obviously, that would that are hoping that he does, though, with how many of our open scholarships that he ends up having here. If uh, at the top of your wish list, what what kind of player? do they need either position group or, or just the kind of mentality to come in and help with that squad next year? Yeah, they got to find somebody who can get their own shot. 
you know, like the college basketball now is so much more like the NBA with that 30-second shot clock. You, you, you get the ball across half court, you've got 22 seconds to, to set up a play or set up your offense, and, you know, more than half the time, somebody's got the ball in their hands with eight seconds left, and you have to, you have to create a play or, or you have to create a, a, your own shot. And Iowa just has very few people that can do that. So they need, you know, I, I, I think it's a, it's a point guard slash combo guard that can really get their own shot help Jordan with bringing the ball up the court. He just got beat up and wore down as the year went on. Um, but I really think that, the, it's, again, as bad as they were this year, I, I think they're close. I, I think they got some good pieces to work with. But to answer your question, a grad transfer point guard slash combo guard would be great. Man, I hope you're right, Wade. It was a unbel- <laughs> It was difficult getting through March without having anybody relevant. And Drake, nice. Uh, they won a game at least. But, hey, you know, just on Drake, in our final 20 seconds with you, I, were you surprised Medved leaves after one year? I was. I was. You know, I, I don't know Nico, but he seemed like a good dude. But, you know, I, I had forgotten or just didn't know that he was an assistant yep. at Colorado State with Tim Miles. Right. And I just, you know, that's. I don't know what he's going to be making out there, but it's got to be double, at least double of what whatever Drake was paying him. And, and anytime somebody's going to double your pay, and in that profession especially, I think you got to go. You know, I think I feel bad for Drake. Yep. And, you know, I hope they keep some of his recruits, but I think Drake's got to get some of the local ties. You know, I I think Dean Oliver, he's an mm-hmm. assistant at Wisconsin. He was at Illinois State for three or four years. You know, local kid played in the NBA for a while. Um, I you know. The um the kid from Creighton, Devries, um, you know, Devries, yep. Yeah, I, I don't know him. It's just odd that he's been at Creighton for yep. twenty two years. Yep. I, I don't know why he hasn't gone to a D two school and been a head coach. So, so that would that's kind of an odd odd mix there. But they got to get somebody. If you look at Drake's success, you know, in the last thirty years, it's been a head coach with local ties, and that's Tom Davis and Keno. If they can get somebody like that, that's going to be there four or five years, not just you know, 11 months, that's what they need. Great stuff. Love uh, picking your basketball mind, Wade Looking Bill. Anytime. We'll, Thanks, guys. Well, you know, we'll do it again next week prior to the Final Four. Love talking to you. Thank you, Wade. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. Good to Thanks, talk to you. Yep. yep. See you, Wade. Wade Looking Bill, former Hawkeyes. We talk basketball in our uh, final segment here. we got a few minutes, Trent, and yeah. I'm going to pick your basketball brain. <laughs> I actually gambling. had a good night last night. You said that earlier. And yeah. I, I want to believe you. <laughs> You you sold me on Kansas State, so yeah. I jumped on that one. Well, Jason I, Symbol helped along the way. He did, yeah, with the pros taking uh, yeah. K-State. So it was good there. Had Loyola on the money mm-hmm. line. It was a one-point spread, so yeah, I it was got so it tight, at minus right. 105. Not, not a real big deal, but hey, <laughs> you every, know what? I'd every rather, penny counts. You should not You should just left it out there. Had him on the money line. I you did, didn't have to did. say anything. Like, uh, <laughs> I tried. Wow, Trent. I did not have K-State on the money line. That would have been a little nicer. It would have been. On that one. What an uh, amazing night, though, as we recap, yeah. right? It was, uh, I mean, I, if I'm combining how much of the Michigan game while the Loyola game was going on, yeah, I don't know if I watched more than three minutes. It was just... I'm the they, same way. They got to that well, early Well, at halftime, you know right, what, because right. they were staggered where you, you go over there for yep. a while, but I scooted right back as soon as I knew the game was going to resume. Second half, I didn't leave the Loyola game. Even, no. even commercials, I'd flip over just for a moment, but I got back early. Because I just didn't want to miss anything. Thirteen straight shots, making thirteen straight. Nuts, isn't half, it? it? Just and then the one that the, the one that snapped it was um, they used the whole thirty seconds on the shot clock and got off. You know, it was a bad shot. Yeah, yeah. but they you know they killed thirty seconds. And uh, Sister Jean, yeah. Sometimes in our jet, I can understand. And you know, when I started 
15 years ago, oh, I'll never be jaded about sports. Well, you do. Right. Because when you're doing the same things and the same minutiae, it just, there are things. I love that story. I love that lady. She is my favorite thing about this tournament. Sister Jean is, that's what's going to be this bracket, this whole 68 team bracket for me. It's not going to be UMBC. Sister Jean, she cracks me up. I love the lady. Did and, you see Tom Deanhart's tweet about her today? No. He said that uh, Purdue should put Sister Jean on a flight on an airplane and, and get her to Boston so she can rub uh, Haas's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That I was love pretty that. good. Did you know uh, she spent some time here? In you know, I didn't. State. I didn't click on the story. I did. Um, apparently, you did. So no, my oh, my wife did. Okay, so what did she? What did she find out? I think Dubuque. Okay. Archdiocese of Dubuque. It's not Makes like she, she came down I-80 on her way out west, and we cl- <laughs> now we're claiming her like right. we do. We like to do that, but we, we got an Iowa connection to Sister Jean. Yeah, I, I, it just it puts a smile. When they wheeled her out after it's the game, cool, I, isn't it? I, had, I was grinning. They got her Letterman jacket. I mean, she's, already ha- she's always had the scarf, but I yep. think the Letterman jacket. You know what I've been meaning to ask you, gosh dang it? I wish I would have done it earlier in the week. I wish I would have done it on Monday. I noticed something over the weekend that I don't remember... The TV crews making as big of a deal at the end of games at the locker room celebrations mm-hmm. as I saw this past week after the first you know the first few days of the tournament and that is going to a bracket yes. and actually have teams pasting or I don't know whatever you Advancing want to Advancing with the yeah, sticker. Yeah, with, with the sticker. Have you seen that? Because they made a big deal. They showed that a lot. And I'm thinking to myself after the first couple of times, you know what? I've never seen that before. And I, I've seen it at the high school level before. They have uh, some things like that. Not here in Iowa. Iowa, the But girl, on TV, have you seen it in the tournament? No, and and all of a sudden this year, it's a great idea. I mean, it's, it's, it's a just, wonderful it's idea. It's a fun moment. It's, uh, but I had to think, I mean, how many other people are out there thinking to themselves, you know what, I don't think we've ever seen this right, part of yeah. it. It's uh, it was it's really cool. And one of the schools, who was it? One of the schools put their name upside down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got the sticker and stuck it out there. Stuck it, yeah. Uh, anyways, all right. Let's get get you on the record tonight. You, you're yeah. coming off a very good night, as you as you just mentioned. Um, so Do to come back. So fade me tonight. Okay. Um, well, let, let's start in the East, shall we? All right. Over in West Virginia. Look, if I could only watch, and I said this early, if I could only watch one game, I think this would be it. Just because I love watching Huggins, we talked about him yesterday. I still think it's so. Not vital, but mm-hmm. it'd be such a feather in his cap for him to advance over Villanova. Can they? They can, but I think they're going to need Villanova to help them. Poor Vill- shooting night? Poor shooting night. Yeah. And I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think Villanova, unless mm. they go 6 of 30 from 3, I think they're going to throttle them. Like Double-digit win. Pretty easy coast here. And Hope what's I'm wrong. the number? What's it, what is it? Five, five and a half? Five and a half yeah. right in that range, yeah. I... I just really like Villanova in this spot with the, all the time they've had now to prepare for uh-huh. it. You know, they're going through practice probably with seven guys playing defense against them in the full court. You know, all those things that coaches do. Yeah. I just think they're too good. I, I think this is not a good matchup for West Virginia. So that's probably lower on my list than it is for you. But uh, yeah, so Villanova is my spot. The next game, though, in that bracket, Texas that's, Tech that's the one. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech. Big 10, Big 12, so it moves our yes. needle for sure. Two teams that. Always get after you defensively. They're going to be up in each other. There's going to be chippiness, I'm sure. It's, yeah. This is going to be, I think, the best game of the night. And it's a coin flip for me. I'm taking Texas Tech, though. I like Texas Tech in the Evans spot. is on a roll, is he Yes, not? and a little more time in between again for mm-hmm. him to continue healing that toe. So I like Texas Tech in this spot. And it's not because of Haas. And how many minutes does Haas play, or does he, do you think? He'll play. 
Five six, kind of like Dean yeah. Wade last night. Yeah. Dean Wade never saw the floor in the second half. Right. Yeah. And yeah, ninety eight percent, not so much Dean. <laughs> yeah. Well, ninety eight percent is going to play in the first half. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's move on. Let's get to Omaha. Uh, Clemson and Kansas. Look, the building, as we've been saying all week, is is going to be a well, no shock here. Mm-hmm. It's a pro Kansas crowd. Is this a night that Bill Self? Comes back to get Bill Self. Does he another disappointing another dis- early exit right? for a number one seed? I don't think so. I don't either. I uh, maybe the injury to Grantham will finally show up for Clemson. Maybe they played so well against Auburn. They're up at one point, like seventy to twenty nine. It was right? terrible. It was a throttling, much like we saw with Texas A and M. Those kind of efforts were whoa. They played that. It's tough to play at your best level two games in a row. Kansas gets it done. Maybe that point spread's intriguing. What's that number at? Four and a half, five, depending on the shop you're looking at. If I had to, I'd lay the points with Kansas, but probably maybe the least confident I am in any of these four games. Uh, Syracuse and Duke will wrap up the coverage, Trent. I'll fall asleep probably to this yeah. because uh, the uh, zone defense can mm-hmm. put you to sleep. Duke rolls. Though. I think so. They got, they're they're yeah. going to out-athlete them. Yeah, and... They've seen them a couple times before. Mm-hmm. They know how to play against this mm-hmm. zone. Team on a mission. Duke, big tonight. And then we get to the regional Yeah, let's finals. go to more. Let's finish it off. K-State and Loyola. I think Loyola's magical run comes to an end. You do. I do. I, I, I got the Ramblers do you? in the Final Four. Second uh, MVC team in six years, five years. When was Wichita's run? 2013, 12, 13. That sounds about right. right I don't right think it was range. 13. I wasn't. Well, I, you could be right. Anyways. Uh, all right. Then the uh, the finale tomorrow will be Florida State and Michigan. And now I think this one's going to get ugly. I really do. I Physical? think Michigan crushes them. Oh, that ugly. Yes. ugly. Okay. I thought the same with Gonzaga last night. And Florida State dug in defensively. Not... Not as good of a defensive team as normally you'd that, expect under that Leonard outcome Hamilton. surprised me too. Yes, but uh, they they really showed up in a big way. Gonzaga was frustrating. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of times where you just kind of saw them shaking their head. But yeah, I like Michigan. I do too. Pretty handily in this one. So you've got a a Final Four in San Antonio next week. At least the left hand side of the bracket. You've got a Michigan Loyola matchup. <laughs> I've got K State Michigan Big Ten Big Twelve one more time. Who's the other side then? Who do you got ultimately? I got. Nova still, oh. the one pick I still have alive. I'll stay with that one. Nova Duke, I'm going chalk. On, I think on the right you're side. probably going to be right. If I had to, I, as I've said, I would like to see West Virginia Duke. I don't think we're going to see that. What I do know is we're out of time. We are. Jimmy B and TC 4-6, to six, what do you cats have cooking? Uh, Matt Snyder from CBS is going to stop by, getting ready for baseballs. We're less than a week away, so mm-hmm. our old friend Matt Snyder. And you and I got to get busy on that next week, right? We do, absolutely. We got a lot of work that we uh, need to figure out before opening day on Thursday. Wolfgang will be by Kevin Lehman. We'll talk some hoops. Did it yesterday, you and me. Uh, we'll do that with him in the 5 o'clock hour. So a busy show, 4 to 6 on your drive home. Good stuff. Uh, we will be back on Monday at noon. Enjoy the tournament. It plays here. If you can't be in front of your TV, you can uh, flip the radio or, better yet, hopefully keep the radio right here on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. When you're on the water, you want a boat that offers stability, handling, and performance. And that's just what you'll get in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. If a Manitou pontoon boat can do that in competition, just think of all the fun you can have on the water with your family and friends. Be ready when that first nice weekend hits. Head to Malone Motorsports now and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why they're the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski-endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of Highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Update your bathroom with Max. The orchestra freestanding bathtub has a sleek design. Only 711.11 after 11% off. A 60-inch U-tile shower kit gives you the look of tile without any of the maintenance. 1846.75 after 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through March 24th. 11% savings or mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct.